0: The Marketing Moms podcast is turning one to say thanks for your continued support. We're running a giveaway for our one year anniversary. Head over to Instagram and find one of our giveaway posts. Leave a comment with your favorite episode and tag a fellow Marketing Mom you think would enjoy it as well.
1: We'll randomly draw three winners from the entries on July 31st, 2022. The winners will receive a copy of the Marketing Moms book, along with some surprise special goodies we think all Marketing Moms would enjoy. Good luck!
0: Hey everyone, today we are hitting up Q3, or quarter three, goal planning and goal setting. Now, here's the thing, we've already covered extensively in some of our past quarterly planning episodes, how to set a good goal, running it through the smart filter, achieving the goal. But today we want to focus exclusively on your next steps. So please visit the previous episodes. We'll link them in the show notes below. But today we're focusing specifically on next steps. Balancing building a successful business and being a superstar mom is hard. And yet, in today's digital world, it's more common than ever.
1: The question becomes how do we successfully grow a business and children at the same time?
0: Join us for a candid conversation as we share our experiences and insights into marketing and motherhood. I'm Jessie Valle.
1: And I'm Angela Reader. Welcome to the Marketing Moms Podcast.
0: All right, so next steps. So let's say you have your goal, you've ran it through the smart filter, it checks all the boxes, you've kind of laid out how you're going to achieve that goal, and so you've broken it down into manageable chunks, you know what kind of habits you need to have, but now you're like, okay, well, all that planning sounds great. (laughs) What's the reality? What are the actual next steps? And that's kind of what we want to talk about today.
1: Yeah, and I can't believe it's Q3 already.
0: Oh my goodness, me neither. I have no clue where the time flew. And it makes us wonder, uh, have we hit our Q2 goals yet? Have you (laughs) all? Please let us know. DM us or uh, let us know on Instagram. I, yeah.
1: Um. I'd rather not say right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we are pre-recording this, so we still have a little bit of time. (laughs)
0: That's true. I've got a a little bit of time to squeeze the rest of the goal out. I will say that I have been working toward it. How about that? Yes. So it's not something that I've just completely ditched.
1: All right, so let's talk about next steps. Once we've got our goal all ready and run it through our smart filter and broken it down, let's talk about next steps.
0: Okay, so for this episode, I'm going to take a personal goal as an example, and Angela is going to take a business goal as an example, and we're going to kind of show you guys how you might tackle the next steps. Oh, and just so you know, you can get the goal planning worksheet or workbook. We have, it, I, I will call it a workbook because it's several pages long. Yeah. Um, we'll link that in the show notes below too. You can get that for free. So you can have it printed out in front of you and you can fill it out and it makes things a little easier. Okay. So, Angela, you want to tell us what your business goal is going to be?
1: Okay, so my business goal is to increase Instagram followers by 50%.
0: Okay. So for you all listening, if you want to increase a, you know your followers on social media by a certain amount, you can do a percentage, you can do an actual number. We chose to cho- to do 50% just to keep it nice and simple and clean and yeah. n- it's specific to us, right? Yeah. So for you, it would be specific to you. S specific, that's on our smart filter.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, But for us, we're going to say 50%. Okay. And then for me on the personal goal, I decided to say that I want to cook a home-cooked meal at least four times a week. So next steps would be like, that's a really cool goal (laughs) but then here come all the obstacles the reality it kind of sets in so if we kind of foresee that and we think about what sorts of obstacles we're going to hit ahead of time it can make the planning process go a lot smoother or I should say the achieving process go a lot smoother because it's like that hope for the best expect the worst (laughs) mentality Um, so we're here saying okay Number one, what are the potential obstacles to completing this goal? So for you, Angela, on social media or Instagram followers, what kind of obstacles are you going to hit?
1: Okay, so because I have attempted this goal before, <laughs> I can tell you one of the biggest obstacles is content ideas. Knowing what to post and having like enough ideas to post regularly is a big obstacle for me. And I think for a lot of people too, a lot of people kind of go into social media and especially if it's something like Instagram, where you have to kind of create the image, uh, rather than just like put out a 140 character tweet. It's not 140 characters anymore, but you know what I mean? Um, you have to kind of actually create something to go along with it. And so I think the content ideas is the biggest obstacle. Yeah.
0: And then for me on the personal side, I would say that thinking, like just having ideas of what to cook is going to be a big thing, a big obstacle, because I can't tell you how many times I walk into the kitchen at five o'clock and I'm like, I have no idea what to cook. (laughs) I'm hungry now. Yes. Anything I can think of is going to take 30 minutes to an hour. And and so just having – I know that I feel so much more at peace walking into the kitchen knowing, oh, I know exactly what I'm going to cook. Yeah. Another obstacle I foresee is I walk into the kitchen and I'm like, I don't want to eat that tonight.
1: Oh, yeah. That happens to us all the time. I was going to have this, but now I don't feel like making it.
0: <laughs> well, I don't feel like making it. I don't feel like eating it. Eh. Yeah, okay. And then another thing is I walk into the kitchen and realize I don't have the ingredients to make what I wanted to make.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And the interesting thing is a lot of this can be the same for the business goal.
1: Yeah, I was going to say like content ideas is, you know, like having ideas for recipes, but also having like the time to put that content together and plan it out. And, you know, what do you do if there's, you know, something going on that needs to be posted immediately, kind of changing things up on the fly?
0: Yeah. And I mean, that's another thing is like you don't have the ability to always post personally. I know I know that some of you guys might be thinking, do this to solve the problem. I know, but right now we're just problem obstacle naming. We're not yes. telling each other how to solve them yet. Um,
1: we'll get there, I promise. We'll get there.
0: I know, because like in my head, I'm like, da, da, da. nope,
1: save it, don't right. say it. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same thing listening to you. I was like, oh, but you could. <laughs> no, don't say it.
0: Um, another thing is you're all ready to post and you don't have anything to post. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Okay. So that's kind of interesting to see the parallel between I mean if you really you just kind of run down the the yeah. core questions who, what, when, where, why, how and nope. you will find obstacles. Yeah. Okay, so the next question is how am I going to tackle these obstacles? Now we can talk about it. Okay. So for the professional goal, how, Angela, are you going to tackle the not having any ideas of what to post?
1: Um, Pinterest, but also (laughs) (laughs) looking at other creators in the same kind of space and seeing what types of things they're posting, kind of getting some ideas of what topics I might be able to speak to or what kind of posts seem to be doing well based on what's showing up in my feed uh, and things like that to kind of get an idea of what I might be able to post and also make a list because I yeah. like lists.
0: I was going to say, you know, there are a lot of people out there, a lot of social media managers that have freebies or even yes. low-cost paid offers where they tell you what to post each day. And you don't necessarily have to post every single day, but you can post take their ideas and just post them in order a couple right. times a week. Yeah. Um so there are people that can actually help you come up with the ideas.
1: Yeah.
0: That are, you know, this is what they do, they're professionals.
1: And okay, Canva so, templates.
0: Yep. Oh, we love <laughs> us some Canva templates. <laughs> Um, speaking of Canva templates, can I just say, here's a time-saving tip. If you actually get the Canva paid version, which is like, I don't know, like 10 bucks a month, something like that. Um, you put your brand colors in there. And then when I find a template I like, I just click the brand color and boom, it changes all the colors to our colors. And yep. I don't have to, and it, and it looks good. Like I don't have to yeah. say, oh, well, I'm going to change all of these to this color and then Everything that's like this, I'm going to change to this color. No, I, I, and then if I don't like it, it shuffles it. So I just hit it a few times until it looks ex- like cool. And then, and then I can click also with my fonts. So it changes all the fonts to our fonts. It's like yep. mind blowing how easy <laughs> it is. I should be a freaking Canva spokesperson, which is interesting oh. because I know how to use Photoshop, I like Photoshop. I enjoy using Photoshop, but for me, like, I don't have to use the bigger, heavier-hitting Photoshop program to do something Mm -hmm. simple in Canva. Right. And Canva has the mobile app, so I do it on my phone sometimes. Um, I have been known to lay in bed and make Canva posts. (laughs) Um, And, yeah. Anyway, the desk, the new desktop app is mwah.
1: Yes, I love the desktop app.
0: It's just amazing having Canva right there all the time. (laughs) It's like you could, I mean, you could have it open in your browser all the time, but I don't know. There's just something about a desktop app.
1: Yes. Yep, I love it.
0: Sorry, I just went down a Canva I love you rabbit hole.
1: this is not an ad we just really like canva
0: <laughs> there is a free version and we used that for a very long time and it's awesome too um but you get so many more templates and functionalities when you do the page yeah and i'm pretty sure you can schedule posts to yeah, places from- like instagram from canva we don't use that feature but i know it exists
1: Yes, it does. And you can put in more than one set of brand colors. So if you are someone that has a couple different types of businesses, Mm -hmm. you can put in multiple sets of brand colors and then you just select the set that you want to use.
0: That's awesome. Okay, so then another obstacle you had was, well, actually having the posts, which we kind of talked about, time-saving tips there. I mean, and with any of this, you can always hire someone. Right. That's an option. Yeah. Um, another thing that you talked about was, um, or maybe I threw out there, was not having, like, not being available to post on the spot all the time. Right. So yeah. how do you tackle that?
1: Uh, my, I like to pre-schedule posts when I can. Um, Jesse and I right now are using later to kind of help us pre-schedule some of our posts um because with two of us it helps us keep from overlapping each That's other's true. posts um but yeah so something like later to help pre-post some of those things and you can still throw in some on the fly posts but having those pre-scheduled and knowing that like the bare minimum is covered is really nice mhm So, And going along with that, another obstacle I think I mentioned is having the time to do all of that. And so one of the ways to get around that is to set aside a certain time every week to work on just social media.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And in our uh, planning your week or making your week efficient episode a, a few weeks back, we talked about how different days of the week you might have different energy levels. And so maybe on one of those days where you're feeling a little more creative and you want to let that creativity flow, that's the day you schedule to do your social media.
1: Yeah. Or, you know, if you have a day where you tend to have a lot of meetings and you're not really going to get a whole lot of like super productive work done because you don't have a lot of 100% focus time that's also a good time to kind of work on social media a little bit
0: yeah because if somebody interrupts you in the middle of making a social media post it's usually not a big deal yeah (laughs) if you're enjoying this candid chat you can get early access exclusive content and more by supporting us on patreon simply visit patreon.com forward slash marketing moms now back to the show Okay, so thinking back to the personal goal then, um, how can I find – how can I tackle the I don't know what to make? Pinterest. Like, I love me some Pinterest. (laughs) But not just finding recipes on Pinterest. One other thing I do is there – well, yes, I'm still on Pinterest. But instead of searching what do I make with chicken and cream cheese because that's what I have on hand, I ask – for meal plans, and there are mm-hmm. so many people who give you meal plans where they're like, "Here's a whole bunch of meals that you can make." and um, that's really nice. Another thing is not having the ingredients. well, if I planned ahead of time, and that's what I do sometimes is I make a list of of the meals I want to make, and then I think about if I have all the ingredients, and if I don't, I do a second column of the things I need. And so at the end, I have a list of meal ideas. I have a list of the ingredients I don't have and need. I go to the store. And when I come back, I now have a list of meals that I can make. And I know I have all the ingredients. And that's another thing that, sorry, what were you going to say? You're fine.
1: I was actually going to say one suggestion I also have um, is to ask your kids what their favorite meals are. I did that and started adding those into rotation because I was so tired of cooking meals my kids wouldn't eat. Oh yeah! Um, so I just asked my kids for like a list of meal ideas to <laughs> sprinkle in there.
0: <laughs> well, that's an obstacle we didn't even talk about, which is <laughs> the kids don't want to eat what I make. Yeah. That doesn't actually affect cooking four you know right. four meals a night at home, but sure, it it actually makes a big difference. Yes. What uh, The other thing I was going to say is getting into the kitchen and realizing you don't want to make what you have scheduled. That's one of the reasons I really love having just a list of the meal yeah. ideas, like meal ideas. I don't say specifically, I'm going to have meatloaf on Monday. No, I'm just like, okay, I have all the ingredients for meatloaf. And whichever day I walk into the kitchen and feel like, hmm, meatloaf sounds good, I mean, I kind of have to plan that one a little bit ahead of time just because once I make it, it does take an hour in the oven. So you do still have to perhaps think a little bit ahead of time, oh, what do I want to eat tonight? So that if it does take a little more prep work, you can do that in plenty of time. But for the most part, like still, I can wake up that day and be like, today's a meatloaf day instead of like "Mm, not feeling meatloaf. Let's do tacos.
1: Yep. That happens here a lot. I keep a, like a list of meals and then we um, like we pick each day. I try to look at it in the morning. That way if there's like a crock pot something I can start mm-hmm. it. But sometimes it's like afternoon.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that's what I did the other day. I was like, oh, what time is it? Is it is it early enough that I can put it on low or is it late enough that I need to throw it on high? Yeah, okay. I literally, seriously, guys, I threw chicken in the crock pot, um, sprinkled some taco seasoning on top, threw in some salsa on top, and then that was it. It That's was literally just, it was just salsa and, like, actually, yes. it was a can of Rotel. And taco seasoning on chicken, and then we yeah. ate it in a tortillas with cheese, and that was it.
1: That's that's one of our family favorites here.
0: Really? Well, that <laughs> yeah. was, it was so simple and I was just like, and done. And we actually have a, a meal that I can say was home cooked because, you know, it was fresh.
1: Salsa chicken tacos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My daughter's like, which one?
0: <laughs> totally. Okay, so... Let's see. Did I tackle all of my potential obstacles?
1: I think so. I
0: think so. Okay. Yeah. So moving on to the next step is what, if anything, could I do to prevent these obstacles?
1: I think for both of us, a lot of our obstacles involve like timing. So Mm -hmm. pre-planning, I think, is going to be big for both of us as far as kind of preventing some of these these issues
0: exactly like how am I going to prevent walking into the kitchen and feeling like I don't know what to make (laughs) yeah or you hitting the day and be like I'm going to post something I have nothing to post
1: (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing
0: (laughs) yeah so to but to actually prevent it's not just saying okay I'm going to pre-plan how am I going to pre-plan like you got to start working backwards at it, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm not great at the backwards working thing, but I think part of it for me is definitely going to be setting aside that time every week right. just to make sure that I am actually getting it done. Because if I don't write in my schedule, this is when I'm doing this, it'll be, you know, I won't have posted for two weeks and suddenly be like, wait a minute, what happened?
0: Yeah. And I know that for some people, they like to do Sundays because they, at least for for grocery shopping too, like you make the list Sunday and then you go shopping on Sunday. And then you know that you have everything for the whole week. I actually don't necessarily like doing everything at once. <laughs> I will like do it earlier and then do the shopping on another day. Yeah. Or like I've mentioned, if I'm setting up meals and then scheduling an online pickup for groceries, like I just put it in the app at the same time, then boom, I just schedule the pickup time. And I don't even have to go to the, like, I don't have to do the grocery shopping. I just have to go pick up everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot of people really like the grocery pickup.
0: Uh, I swear by it.
1: (laughs) I I don't pre-plan good enough for grocery pickup. <laughs> By the time I realize, ooh, I need to make a grocery list, it's like, oh, we need groceries for like tonight.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. That is the one downside is if I want it the same day, I have to like put in the order early in the morning and then I can get it later. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the next question is how am I going to stay accountable? We've kind of talked about this a little bit in past episodes.
1: Yeah, and I think I one thing for the social media is as you start posting regularly and people that follow you are expecting it, you kind of feel a little bit of that accountability to like oh, they're expecting a post today because it's Monday, so I need to get one out.
0: Yeah. And then for me, the accountability is going to be the kids. Because especially if you've put their favorite meals, like if you ask them their advice on what meals to put on the list, they're going to be like, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but my kids are very um, dramatic. (laughs) (laughs) You promised we were
1: going to eat this this week, but you haven't made it. Made it yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. (laughs) When are we going to eat my dinner? You made their dinner last night. Yeah. I (laughs) never get to eat what I want.
0: (laughs) Like, always talking in extremes. (laughs)
1: Yes. Yep.
0: (laughs) Which reminds me, my three-year-old discovered the word hate. Oh, gosh. (laughs) So, like, yesterday we um, we were driving somewhere and I played one of his songs. And then I played my daughter's song. And then he's like... I hate this song. I'm like, hold up. Just say you really don't like this song. Let's stay away from the word hate. Hate is a very strong word.
1: Yes. I hate this song. Aw. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I know.
0: So yes, I think that your kids and then your community. Yes. Just finding people To hold accountable, right? Yeah. And if nothing else, have your biz bestie.
1: Yes. Yep.
0: And it doesn't have to be an every single day thing. It can just be like a check-in. Like, hey, you said you were going to work on your social media this quarter. How is that going for you? Yeah. How many followers have you grown by? How many do you have left?
1: How many meals did you cook this week? Mm -hmm. How mad are your kids that you haven't made their dinner yet?
0: (laughs) And just having someone that you've spoken it out loud to, because I know that so many times I have personal goals that only I know about, and so then it's so easy for me to be like, eh, "If I don't do it, nobody's gonna know but me." <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So definitely. you gotta,
0: you gotta actually tell someone to hold you accountable. But yeah. another thing that Angela mentioned is putting things in your schedule, right? If you've placed it in your schedule and you see it, that's holding you accountable. Like, hey, you said you were going to do this during this time. Yep. Or setting alarms and things
1: like that. Yeah, I'm a big fan of alarms. <laughs> I love alarms and I I will sometimes put things into my Google Calendar because it'll send you the little like, you know, 10 minutes until your event. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll put them in as an event and mark that I'm busy so nobody can schedule an appointment that t- at that time. And then I get the little reminder that I'm supposed to be starting something in 10 minutes and it kind of helps me really carve that out of my schedule.
0: Yeah. And I know that it seems sometimes kind of silly to schedule, say, a personal goal. But if you schedule work things, why wouldn't you schedule personal things? To, yes. if, if, that's, if that's what you need to make sure they get done, then you should do that.
1: Yes. I follow a TikToker um, and one of her favorite things to say is it's not silly if it works.
0: Yes. <laughs> now, along those lines, I know that uh, Angela and I, and we're going to talk about this on a future episode or two or three, <laughs> but Angela and I are actually have the privilege of pre-reading a book. Yes. And uh, I won't tell you a whole bunch about it yet because we've both just barely started reading it. But one of their big ideas is that you don't necessarily schedule things very rigidly. And so I'm very curious to see the alternatives that they talk about. So we might be telling you this episode, hey, schedule it. And in a month, we're going to be like, no more scheduling because this book was amazing. We take it back.
1: (laughs) Yes, I'm very excited about getting to read the episode and getting to talk about it as well. Yes,
0: so we'll – that's a little tease for you. Yes. Um, Okay, so that's staying accountable. And that brings us to the last thing, which is how is this time going to be different from all the other times I've set goals? That's like a hard reflection question.
1: It really is, but I think it gets easier after you've answered – the other questions like one of the biggest things that makes goal setting different once you've tackled all these other things is that accountability part Mm -hmm. having some accountability having someone to remind you and kind of check in with you but also knowing that you've pre-planned for some of those things that have derailed you in the past
0: and that's exactly what I was thinking this time is going to be different because I've planned for the obstacles. I've named them. I've said what I'm going to do about them and how I'm going to tackle them and make sure that they may, like, and already thought about ways I can prevent them from happening at all. Yeah. So that's what's going to make it different instead of just saying, I'm going to do this goal and then all these obstacles keep hitting and then you're like, I don't know how to tackle them. Yeah. We're like, I know if this happens, I know how to handle it. If this happens, I know how to handle it.
1: Yep. And I think too, if something comes up that you didn't pre-plan for, just having gone through these steps for the other obstacles makes it a little easier to take that in stride, run through these questions really quickly and kind of, you know, adjust course as needed.
0: Absolutely. So your challenge this week is to set your quarter three goals. Figure out how you're going to achieve them and then name your next steps. Last but not least, as always, after you've done all that, tag us on Instagram or DM us or email us. Just communicate with us. Let us know how it's going. Let us know if you hit any snags or if you need someone to hold you accountable, Angela and I are here for you.
1: Yes, we would love to hear from you. Thank you for joining us today. We're so honored this is where you chose to spend your time. If this episode helped you in some way, please share it with another mom who needs to hear it. We're in this together. And if you're looking to spend even more time with us, visit MarketingMomsPodcast.com for more episodes, free goodies, and ways to connect.
0: Don't forget to check out our brand new Marketing Moms book, now available on
1: Amazon.